What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hapticast, episode number 110. I just farted as soon as I said that, too. I don't know if you heard I that. I heard that. Not. Yeah, I did. <laughs> my name is Josh Toll, and I'm joined by my good friend, Brett Roberts, as always. Brett, hello. How are you? What's up? How you doing? Doesn't smell good. I'll tell you that right now. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm sorry. 4D, 4D experience for everyone. We're off to a rip-roaring start. Uh, welcome to Haptic Intel's video game podcast. This is Hapticast, where we talk about video games each and every week here at youtube.com slash haptic until and across uh, uh, zip zap audio services around the world. And I guess Twitch too, unfortunately, even though Twitch is bad and we don't like them at all. That's right. How are you, my friend? How you I'm doing? good, man. I'm good. Uh, we released a video last week and we recalled everything from uh, a pedophile to uh, incels. And mm -hmm. that's awesome. I'm here to tell you. We don't care. We don't care. We don't care. That's the fun. That's that's the best part is that I can read all those comments. Now, I yeah. know we, we responded to a bunch of them, but I could read all of them and eat popcorn and not care oh, yeah. at all. Yeah, I stopped um, caring. I did care a little bit when they first started coming in yeah. because it was a lot of negative and not anything positive. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? I don't care. But and here's the fun. Here's the fun part. What's that? We win. Yeah, we win. We win. Love wins. We, win. we always win and we're always right. And if you don't agree with us, that's fine. You can, uh, you know, you're free to express your opinion however you want to, but uh, also eat my butt. Okay. And you're wrong. All right. Yeah, that's right. Correct. Because um, remember, we're always right. Um, right. Listen, we got merch. I'm wearing some under here. Oh, you are. Yeah. This doesn't come down anymore. And I actually meant to take this off. This actually, this is a famous little pullover. You know what this is? No, this was the bedlam of the bank pullover. This was being worn when Bryce Harper hit. Oh, yeah. Hit the, Nobody uh, outside of uh, Philadelphia knows what you're talking yeah. about. So it uh, hit a home run to send us. Sorry to for the all World of our Nepalese. But yeah, I got a I got a haptic until I got a shirt on. We got merch. Yeah. Hapticintel.com slash merch. Yeah. Go there. Check it out. Buy it. Listen, we got a good show for everybody today. Uh, there's a couple things in here I am excited to talk with you about. We're going to be talking about Diablo 4. Uh, yeah. Also, there is a video game release coming up that I don't think you saw. Don't read it. Don't read the video game releases. When you read this, the name of this video game, you're going to laugh very hard. Okay. Okay. So we're going to be talking about Diablo 4 and some news around the Battle Pass for that. I won't spoil that right now. Uh, a new Nintendo Direct is arriving tomorrow. It was rumored. We were thinking about talking about it, and now it's confirmed, and now we're going to talk about it. Uh, yep. There's a new PS5 bundle apparently in the works. Very unique uh, bundle with that. I'm curious to hear your thoughts about it. We'll get to that. Uh, apparently Square Enix staff wants to make a Final Fantasy VI remake, but you probably shouldn't hold your breath for that. And then, of course, we're going to be talking about Marathon, uh, some new gameplay details and some other stuff surrounding that game from Bungie and uh, them saying some big words about the, that game and what they want it to be. So, yeah. We'll see. But we're going to start, as we always do, with doing our media consumption update, talking about games, books, movies, TV, anime that we're playing, watching, consuming. That's where we're going to start. Uh, you went first last week, I believe. So why don't I, I take it first this week? Is sure. that okay with you? Okay. Yeah. And I'll, I'll end on, uh, on one thing that we're both doing. Okay. This first one we also both did, though. Uh, movies. Cocaine Bear. We watched it, mostly. I'm here oh. to tell you that movie sucks. Couldn't keep my attention. Oh. I didn't like it at all. Do you agree? Oh. 
Okay, Brett agrees. That was me watching it. Yeah. <laughs> Falling asleep. Yeah, uh, not a great film. Uh, yeah. Really great title, not a great film. And then I watched another movie, more importantly. A little film by Ari Aster. A little film called Bo is Afraid. Let me preface with this. I have not just liked, not loved, I would actually say adored Ari Aster's both first two films. Big, big films in Hereditary and Midsommar. I think yeah. Hereditary was better. Um, that's just my opinion. It's a little, it's obvious. They're obviously very different films. But, I agree. Um, but Hereditary is my favorite film of his. But that being said, Midsommar, I also adored and is very good for very different reasons. So going into Bo is Afraid, I was excited. Now, you all watched it before me, as in you and our other friends, and, you know, liked it, but there was some some middling, you know, uh, maybe more all over the place opinions, I guess, but kind of mid, it seemed, from initial reactions. Yeah? Yeah, I would say so. We went and saw it in the theater together, uh, me and a couple of our friends, and uh, yeah, I mean, we we had that experience in the theater. I think you have to understand, like, seeing this film in a theater with a crowded audience was a lot different than where you watched it at home. Uh, and that certainly added to the experience because of how wacky the film is. But yeah, I could uh, see that. it was quite mid. Yeah, it was yeah. not what we were expecting. I think the first 30 or to 40 minutes of the film are really quite excellent, to be honest with you. And I was really into it. Yeah. And I think the last 40 minutes of the film are really quite excellent. And I was very into it. Right. Unfortunately, the middle two hours of the movie, I was not into. And I don't know I, about you, but that shit ain't boring. Correct. It it took, it took. I mean, it was like zany and wacky, and it was hard to take serious, which was the intent of the, yeah. the film, right? But it took this theme, this concept, right, around the, the central main character, and I don't want to spoil it because I I do feel like saying it is the whole point of the movie, and it takes that and it revisits that theme over and over and over and over again and i really genuinely do not like movies where the director or the writer feel like they need to take the same concept and hammer it home several thousand different times either for their own artistic purposes or to try to get the point across because they don't think people get it yeah and the movie meandered a lot in the middle and was really unnecessary and about halfway through i was really annoyed that i had to keep watching it yeah, until it was it, quite heavy-handed. Until it started to end. And I was like, wow, I really like this. And then the ending, I really fucking like. And if there was like 30 minutes shaved off on the middle, I'd be way higher on this movie. Yeah. Because the, I think the ending is actually fucking incredible. Truly, I do. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's it. That's kind of where I sit on it. Very mid. Yeah. Very disappointing. Uh, Let's see. Games. Diablo 4. We've been playing Diablo 4. Yeah. Nothing new to say about that. Hop back into Overwatch a little bit. I also have nothing new to say about Overwatch, to be honest with you. Well, one thing I want to say about Overwatch is that they removed, uh, they they canceled the the single player or the, I'm sorry, the PVE okay. stuff. Yep. And now they are bringing it back, uh, but they're making us pay for it. So that's cool. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah, they can they can eat my butt. Um, Dust. I'm reading that book, Dust, which is the third book in the Silo series. I'm almost done. Uh, it's quite good. Someone Team at work was saying they watched Silo, 
Yeah. Well, first of all, they watched Severance, which I know is a show that you and I both oh, really yeah, like. Love or a show we both like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then they said that they are going to start watching Silo, and yeah. or they did start watching Silo. And I said, well, the show's okay. I'm not done it yet. Yeah. Uh, it's a cool concept, but my friend's reading the books. You should really read the books. I heard they're great. Yeah. And she said, oh, my God, I ordered the books already. And I was oh, like, good. fantastic. And I was correct in saying that the middle book was the mid one, right? Yeah. Literally. The, the, the middle one is the – it's not bad. But it takes a while to get to where it's going. And when it gets there, it's great. But it's – there's – yeah. Okay. Com- compared to the first book, which is just like it's a slow burn to start and then something happens and then it's insanity for like the next 200 pages. Gotcha. Whereas like this middle book is not. The last book – is on a different plane of existence than the other two books. Oh. And it's very good. But for much love, different reasons. You love so I'm almost, see that. I'm almost done that. I think I only have like two or three chapters left, actually. So I'm pretty much at the end. Nice. Um, and then uh, TV and anime. I, I also, I guess I should have. I meant to put Silo on here. I've been watching that. I'm caught up. I'm also, I finished uh, the first season of um, Foundation. Uh, the second mm. season comes out soon. That's good. But more importantly, I started Black Mirror last night. Yeah. Only watched the first episode. Joan is awful. Yeah. I'm here to tell you, I don't know where anybody gets off saying that. Well, I guess I should maybe slow my roll because it's only the first episode. I really loved, genuinely had a great time with the first episode. Truly. It's an yeah. awesome concept and it ends in a very different way than a lot of other Black Mirror stuff does. And it yeah. was very refreshing to me. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a good episode. Uh, this season, I finished it last night. It's mid. And oh, wow. uh, yeah. unfortunately, that's just how it is. Uh, it's different. The whole season is very different than what we've gotten in the past. Yeah. It almost feels like they have abandoned the futuristic technology idea where like every episode has a technology of some sort involved. Um, mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you, that is not the case at all. Um, many of these episodes are like Twilight Zone, just... Hmm. complete anthology off the wall different one of them without spoiling anything goes from like you don't know what's going on to it turns into a classic monster movie of sorts Hmm. um i think like frankenstein dracula style Hmm. like old school monster um yeah it's like they leaned really far into the horror with this season and not so much the sci-fi which is fine Mm -hmm. Uh, but also feels as if they just kind of dipped their toes in and did not take the dive which i wish they did Hmm. Okay, well, so, I'll I'll report back more, but I'm I'm gonna continue that tonight. I think you only watched episode one, correct? Okay. Joan is awful, and I thought Joan was awesome. So. Yeah, that's I'm all I got. Curious, for I'm curious to know what you think of the other episodes. Um, all right, I'll move on to what I've been doing. So I'm gonna skip over Cocaine Bear and Diablo Four and Overwatch Two. We already talked about that. Yeah. Uh, I'll skip over Black Mirror, and I'll say that I watched the Murdoch Murders, a Southern Scandal. It's a Netflix documentary about a uh, a family from the South. Hmm. And it starts off, uh, this is the hook, ready? It starts off and there's a, a girl that is killed in an accident, a boating accident. This kid, it belongs to a very wealthy family in the South called the Murdoch family, who are a, a family of uh, lawyers and they have their own law firm. Mm-hmm. And he is the black sheep, if you will, of the family who doesn't really amount to much. He He's the Roman Roy of the family? not even dude they're not that oh they're rich but they're not like new york rich yeah um they're southern anyway they're on a boat and he gets in a fight and he gets drunk and 
he's on the boat driving and they're like, you need to stop driving. And they try to get him to stop and he won't stop. And they crash into a bridge and a girl is literally flung off the boat and they, she goes missing and they can't find her in the water. And spoiler, she dies. And that's what the whole show is about. And it gets even crazier from there. Um, there's more mur- there's murder. There's um, it's, it's fucking insane. And it's true. It's a real story. Uh, it actually has been in the news lately because the story just finally ended um, without spoiling anything. It was just in the news literally like a couple of weeks ago. Sure. Uh, the one the one player in the game here finally got arrested. So, uh, yeah, there's like a killer. A killer's on the loose. And uh, that's all I'll say. It's It's good. It's good. But the thing I really want to talk about is... I played the Final Fantasy 16 demo. Yes, please tell me how it was. I am in love with this game. Oh my god. Look at I this guy. Had so much fun. And look at it's this not little high thing. fantasy fate hating guy over here. It's not my favorite setting and my favorite theme, but it is so cool. And I don't really know what else to say, dude. Um look at him. You're glowing talking about it. It's it made it was I literally was sucked in, dude. We we were playing something together that night and you got off and I was like, you know what? I'm going to play the demo. And I literally could not get off. It was like midnight. And I got off on a work night uh, because I wanted to do everything. I wanted to, to, to beat the demo. Dude, it's a lot of cutscenes. It's It's the whole. First of all, I should back up and say it's literally the beginning of the game. So. Yeah. If you play the demo for Final Fantasy 16, you are playing the opening few hours of the game. And that is bold, in my opinion, to just mm-hmm. let people play your game early. Uh, I'm here to tell you, very smart decision. I've seen reports that pre-orders have like exploded since the demo has come out. I don't know why I waited so long to play the demo, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. I I was blown away. The sheer scale of some of the shit that I saw, um, and I'm talking like the, uh, I forget what they're called, but like the giant creatures like the yeah. uh the summons the if you will dude. Yeah. dude it's insane and then the, the actual story dude do you know anything about the story for this game i know i know nothing i know nothing i want to know nothing you don't want to know a single thing so you don't nope. want me to talk about it at all no oh you can talk about dude. it but i don't want to know details <clears throat> it's about so basically it's a kingdom in which there are these things that are like these giant crystals uh and each kingdom gets their power from a crystal and if you hold a crystal you have um, your kingdom has power. Basically, there's a lot of war, and the the hook here is there are these um, the summons. Basically, have human uh, carriers that can use the summons, and from the from what I can understand is like when there's a war, it's like we have to capture. I forget the word they use for it, but like they have to capture the enemy region's uh, summoner, if you will. Because if you have the some the the it's almost like Attack on Titan, dude. You literally like have the power of the Titan and you turn into it. And there's like two warring factions that have different Titans with different abilities that use the Titans in war. It's fucking crazy, dude. So like there's like a, a man, a battle with men on chocobos and swords, and they're fighting, and then all of a sudden giant creatures are fighting amongst them, and you're running around it. In the fight, it's it's crazy. The scale is insane. Um, and the story is so fucking good already and fucked up and tragic. 
and I'm I'm on board. I'm I'm there. Here's what kills me. <clears throat> this game comes out in this, two days. Two days. I can't play it for a month. Yeah, that's really sad. That's bad and sad. I I because I I gotta go do I gotta go do a project for literally one month. I'm not starting it and then immediately going away. There's no way you can like remote play or like I won't. I just I just simply won't have time. I have five days off in the next month. Okay, not even. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, that's bad. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to avoid everything for this game for quite a while. Damn, that sucks, dude. So, and I'm so high on it too. Oh well. Well, I'm really, I'm really happy for everybody. I can't wait to play it when I get there. Yeah, but uh, I, I will not be playing the demo. I can't do it. The combat feels really good. <clears throat> I don't mean to keep rubbing it in. The combat feels really good, mm. and how it works is, I don't even want to say. Like, I don't want to spoil anything. There are these cool things in, in the options and your equipment that you can equip, and one of them is like, they're like handicaps, but they're like equipment. So one of oh, them is I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like an enemy will, will attack you, and when you have a chance to dodge, rather than you having to dodge, it'll, it'll auto do a quick time event. And you have oh. to yeah. Well, there is auto dodge too. But my I like well, the one I like is it'll pop up like slow down time and it'll say dodge and a meter will go and you have to push R1 and you dodge out of the way. So basically, like I never get hit when I'm playing, but it, it's so it makes for like really cool uh cinematic moments, mm-hmm. I guess. Um so yeah. No. I'm very happy for you that you liked it and that you're going to be playing it very soon. Yeah. Two days. All right. Let's hop into our stories. Josh, if you don't mind, let's start the show. Roll the intro for our podcast and let's do this. Doctor. Oh, I just spoiled the game. Well, I have no self-control, dude. We're back, by the way. We're still talking about Final Fantasy. Josh (laughs) won't even play the demo. I can't do it. I can't do Uh, it. I understand. I can't can't do it. I'm like a fucking crack addict, dude. You give me a little bit, I'm going to want more. I know, but you you give a mouse a cookie. If you give a mouse a cookie, he's going to want a glass of milk. But if you play the demo now, there is no way for you to If you give him a glass of milk, then he's going to want you to suck him off, too. All right. All right. Let's talk about some upcoming video game releases. Uh, one of them is Final Fantasy 16. Um, yeah, just let's just keep doing it, dude. Let's just keep. So, Aliens: Dark Descent released today on PC, yeah. PS5, Xbox Series, SNX, PS4, and Xbox One. Mm-hmm. What is the uh, pulse on this game, Josh? I'll tell you right now. It's telling me right now. I'm telling you right now. Hang on. Ooh, not good. What do we got? This is 72 right now. I know it's a critic. 
Good thing no one has that in their fantasy video game draft. Do you? Uh, no, I don't. I said good thing no one has it. Yeah, it's 72 right now on Open Critic. Crash Team Rumble comes out today. Uh, how's that doing? PS5, Xbox Series, SNX, PS4, and Xbox One. This game looked mid. Uh, let's see. 73. As expected. And then the next game is the one you wanted me to wait to read. Uh, Dr. Fetus's Mean Meat Machine? Yeah. I think this is a, a Super Meat Boy game. Is it? Yeah. Dr. Fetus is uh, the antagonist of Super Meat Boy. How's this one doing? That comes out in two days. Yeah, oh, you're correct. There. Is there reviews? Um, I'm assuming it's like uh, uh, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, like a puzzle game. There's no... Bye-bye. There is no... Uh, okay. Nothing yet. Okay. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 comes out on June 22nd for PS5. That's an exclusive... And then a game that I did not expect to see here, Six Days in Fallujah for PC on June 22nd. What's the deal with that? That's coming out? Yeah, I think it's early access or something. Um, but I saw that and I was like, what? Yeah. Um, Big controversy behind that game. Actually, no, it's a full release. Wow. PC only right now. All right, let's hop into our stories then. Uh, Josh, this one is interesting. You know, you and I have been playing the shit out of Diablo 4 lately. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this is this is about that. So, yeah, yeah. Seems like you're going to need to create a new character in Diablo 4 with every single battle pass in order to level it up. This is coming from Games Radar. Mm-hmm. So there's been a fair bit of confusion around the subject of seasonal battle passes from newcomers to the Diablo series. And general manager Rod Ferguson stepped in to clear up the confusion. Ferguson confirms that, yes, you will need to create an entirely new character when each new season pass launches in Diablo. If you want to level up the season-specific battle pass, that is. Uh, so his his official comment is, hey, Paul. So he's tweeting at a man named Paul. Hey, Paul. Yes, to take part in the seasonal quest line, mechanics, season journey, and battle pass, you will need to create a new seasonal character. Playing campaign with seasonal character, if you so desire or need to finish, will progress uh, the season journey and battle passes. So there's that. Um okay. How do you feel? Uh I'm confused. What are you confused about? Why? Why couldn't I just play with my like full leveled character and just level up the battle pass and doing stuff instead? I don't know. That's just the way it is. Um seems like there's gonna be like a seasonal quest line, like they're gonna introduce a, a new quest only for that season, and you have to make a new character in order to play that quest. Okay. So much like you like level up throughout the main quest of Diablo 4, you're going to do the same thing, but with this new quest line. Yeah, what if I don't want to make a new character? Uh, you're beat, I guess. There's more to the story, though. Uh, yeah. It said, this might be familiar to Diablo veterans, but it'll likely come as mm. a big surprise to anyone new to the series with Diablo oh, 4. I guess I'm... Uh... Starting another character over from scratch just to level up a seasonal battle pass is unheard of in other seasonal games like Destiny 2, for example. So there'll be no doubt plenty of there, pl- plenty out there off caught off guard by the comments. Uh, I'm here to tell you, people are very mad about this. People are very mad. Even people veterans? are saying, yeah, people are saying the game's the game's washed, basically. So. Oh my god, I don't know about that. I mean, uh, I, the new I, season. I, go ahead. No, I'm, I was just gonna add. Go ahead. 
Well, I just I think I, I I mean I guess that is kind of part of the appeal, right, of games like this of making a new character, trying new shit out and whatnot. Yeah. But also, if you're get attached to a singular character or somebody that doesn't have a ton of time to play, you know what I mean, and you don't yeah. want to kind of come back and start over. I could see why people would get annoyed with this, where you couldn't just focus on the battle pass itself with your main character. Right, I agree. Um, the thing is, this comes out in like late July or mid July, so we're gonna yeah. be done the story at that point anyway. And Emphasis probably, on the mid. Yeah, I'm probably gonna want to make a new character anyway by that point, so I really don't mind. Um, yeah, I, I don't really care. I gotta tell you, here's the other thing. There's too much else coming out this year. And you're gonna tell me you gotta make a brand new character and grind through your fucking game again. Well, you're not going to be playing the when main I, quest. When I, I don't give a shit. When I got Final Fantasy to play, when I got Alan Wake coming up, when True. I got all these other fucking things, I haven't even finished fucking Zelda yet. They're trying to keep you around. Is what well, they is. ain't neither, going to. Neither have I, by the way. They ain't going to. I got I to plow through I got to plow through the Zelda campaign. Actually, probably this week. I need to do that. Yeah. At least the campaign, and then I'll go back and do everything else later. But, yeah. Come. All right, let's move on. All right, I don't like it. Fuck you, Blizzard. You're bad. All right, uh, let's see. So, as rumored, a new Nintendo a new Nintendo Direct arrives on June 21st. That is tomorrow. It's time of yep. recording this. So, Brett, various sources have suggested that a new Nintendo Direct is due to be released sometime in June, specifically this week, and now we know it is tomorrow. According to the Brazilian website Universo Nintendo and content creator Nate the Hate, ooh, who has accurately leaked news in the past, Nintendo could have a new Nintendo Direct later this week. Again, it's tomorrow, and we have now confirmed that the Direct will take place tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, and it will apparently show roughly, it will be 40 minutes long, and will feature information focused on new Nintendo Switch titles launching this year, including details on Pikmin 4. So, there's a couple of other things in here. Apparently, is, are you saying this is going to be there? This potentially rumored to be there? So, these are the things that, these are all rumors now that I'm, that you're going yeah. to be speaking about. Okay. Uh, this is all coming from a Nintendo leaker that has a pretty serious track record. So, okay. So apparently in addition to the Pikmin four details, also, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, I need to reiterate the same people that are, that leaked the details you are about to say are the ones that correctly predicted. There will be a Nintendo direct. Gotcha. So it's almost like it, it, it has Guaranteed. to happen. Yeah. So in addition to details on Pikmin 4, here's some other rumors of stuff that we're going to get. A new 2D Super Mario game. Hello, Um, Mario. So this is coming from, again, purported Nintendo insider Pioro ND has potentially stepped in to provide some info. Pioro is relatively new to the leaking game, but they seemingly got... Okay, this is what you say. Seemingly got information on everyone wants to switch, Sonic Superstars, and other recent announcements, correct? And according to them, the Nintendo Direct will include the announcement of a new 2D Super Mario Bros. game and a remake of an SNES classic. So, fans are suspecting that the SNES remake is Chrono Trigger, right? Or Super Mario RPG. Chrono Trigger, specifically, I remember being in the NVIDIA leak, wasn't it? Well, yeah. no, I think it was actually Chrono uh, Cross. Oh, you're which, correct. You're... Which I think actually yeah. did co- get it, confirmed. It did. Yeah, it's already, that's already confirmed. Yeah. That's the sequel. So Pioro also added that the next 2D Mario game will not have new in the title. Yeah, do you remember that? When yeah, all the, the, the new, yeah. yeah. Yeah, new Super Mario Bros, new Super Mario Bros U, all yeah. that. Uh, they also teased Detective Pikachu slash Pokemon in a tweet from this morning. So what do you think? Yeah. What's going on here? Uh, I, I don't know about the... 
SNES classic game getting remastered. I mean, it makes sense if it was Chrono Trigger. That's a huge one that a lot of people want. But more recently, I've been seeing people say Super Mario RPG, uh, yeah. which is another beloved game. It's a spinoff Mario title that uh, a lot of people love. A yeah. lot of people really like that game. I know nothing uh, so about it. But yeah, could be either. It could be either of these. Uh, I don't really care which one it is. If it's Chrono Trigger, I'll probably be more inclined to play it, especially if it's in like the graphical style of a um, Project Triangle uh, strategy. Quadrangle strategy or Octopath Traveler. You know those mm-hmm. graphical styles. Yeah, I'd be more in- interested in in that. Um, however, the Snitch, oh. our boy, the Snitch tweeted something out as well and it was a gif of super mario from the game mario maker oh so i don't know if the next 2d mario game will have anything to do with mario maker but that's just a little little thing for you to chew on there yeah. uh and the detective pikachu slash pokemon thing makes sense because detective pikachu 2 the game is supposed to be coming out and mm-hmm. also the sequel to the film i would imagine is in development i don't i don't know because remember there was all that stuff with uh the the guy the kid justice smith justice smith right yeah, and all that shit. So I don't know. I mean, I, I, I guess they could make it without him, but I rather they didn't. But um, right. Can I can I tell you something and say something that's probably going to sound very ignorant to you? And yeah. I'm not I know it's not going to be here. I'm not saying it's going to be here. Can I tell you the only thing that I care about Nintendo and then you're coming from Nintendo in the near future? There's two yeah. things. There's only yeah. two things I care about from Nintendo. Sure. One is a new switch, whatever the next switch is. Yeah which I don't, I'm not saying it's going to be here. It's probably not. And there's only one other thing I care about from Nintendo. Where's my Mario Odyssey sequel? Where's my next 3D Mario game? That's all I care about. And maybe yeah. that makes me sound ignorant, but that's, uh, there's no, only that's... really th- three things I care about from Nintendo are is Zelda, <laughs> yeah. 3D Mario games like Odyssey and new hardware. Yeah, that's I don't all think I care ignorant. about. I think that's, that's just you knowing what about. you like. That's all I care about. That's all Nintendo offers me. Um, Metroid fans, I mean, I mean, they're kind of hoping Prime 4 is going to be here. I got bad news for you. What's that? That game's canceled. <laughs> wow. Could you imagine? People would be so mad. Or it already was canceled and restarted once. That's what I mean. What's, hap- what's yeah. preventing it from happening again? People would be so fucking mad. Well, I don't know what to tell you other than I wouldn't hold your breath. Yeah. Okay. All right. Shall we? So, Josh, a new PS5 bundle leaked online, and it includes PlayStation Plus. <laughs> Apparently. This is coming from VGC. So, Sony may be preparing to release a brand new PlayStation 5 console bundle with 24 months of PlayStation Plus Premium. That's a hefty amount of, of uh, subscription there. Yeah. Twitter user at Tech, who previously outed another PS5 bundle before its official release, published a pair of images on Monday claiming to show an upcoming PlayStation Plus bundle of the console. As of March 2023, 30% of PlayStation Plus subscribers were signed up to the more expensive premium and extra tiers. That includes you and I. Correct. Uh, Sony is testing cloud streaming for PS5 games, which will be available to PlayStation Plus premium subscribers and include titles from the game catalog, game trials, and supported digital PS5 titles. I think this is a, a smart move for PlayStation. Rather than bundling one game with their console, they are bundling an entire library of games. I think that's pretty smart. And once you have that as a consumer, you're like, hey, friend, I got this game. Play it. And they're like, well, 
it costs sixty dollars, and you're like, no, it's it's on PlayStation Plus. I have it for free, and they're like, how? And then that's you know what I mean, word of mouth. That's how you get more subscribers right there. Yeah. So I'm pretty convinced that this is real. I mean, the images are look pretty oh, yeah. real. I've, um, yeah, I think it's um, real. I don't, I don't see why um, it wouldn't be. And I'll tell you why it makes a lot of sense for them right now too, is because they just nixed the PS Plus collection. So what better way to counteract that than saying "fuck," giving you the God of War sequel? Let's give you 24 months of the highest tier of PlayStation Plus. You're in. Yeah. You'll probably keep it up after that, and also you get access to all these games. Hey, and you know what? That's a great point because the PlayStation Plus collection was really only available for PlayStation 5 owners, uh, specifically right. new PlayStation 5 owners. It was like a gift almost. And right. that's what this is. It's it's a gift for PS5 owners, but only when you purchase a new PS5. Right, right, right. So I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I think yeah. it's smart, and uh, I think you're going to see these on shelves soon. Soon? This holiday season or? Uh, probably before then. Wow. Right. Okay, so apparently Brett Square Enix staff wants to make a Final Fantasy VI remake. Uh, this is coming, I think, from VGC. Yes, VGC. So during a roundtable discussion to celebrate the 35th anniversary of the Final Fantasy series, Final Fantasy brand manager Yoshinori Katatsi said that a remake of Final Fantasy VI would be difficult. This is because as a pixel-based game, it would require more work to change the story and reimagine the game as a 3D experience. Now, apparently Square Enix staff members have been asking about a potential remake of Final Fantasy VI. To continue, Final Fantasy creator Hironobu Sakaguchi also explained so their, white. <laughs> sorry, that a remake of Final Fantasy VI would be harder to do. However, reports suggest that a Final Fantasy IX remake is more likely to happen and is actually currently in development. Brett, what do you think? You want a Final Fantasy VI remake or what? I have no knowledge of Final Fantasy VI, so I can't speak on behalf of the fans of Final Fantasy VI. I do speak on behalf of the fans of Final Fantasy VI. I'm not one of them. I just speak oh. on behalf of them. I was elected. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I have heard, in addition to seven, the two or the three other rather best Final Fantasy games are supposedly four, six, and nine. Hmm. Those are the ones that I hear are like the pinnacle. Right. So... I do understand what they're saying about the fact that they're like, you would be taking a 2d game and making it 3d. Um, whereas yeah. like final fantasy seven, it was already, I mean, it was crude, but it was already kind of in that realm back when it came out. Yeah. Um, and final fantasy nine, obviously more advanced than that. Um, but from what I hear, the story of four and six, uh, specifically six are like insane. Uh, so people really want it. And I think if they were smart, maybe they would do it. And yeah, it would take a lot of work, but maybe they should just shut up and do it. Yeah. I think, you know, they're just, they're, I mean, I don't want to say that they're almost done, but I feel like they're almost done finally doing Final Fantasy VII, hopefully. Mm -hmm. um, so moving on from that, yeah, they're going to be doing another remake, I would imagine. So Yeah, but is there going to be would, a third part to Final Fantasy VII remake? Oh, boy. I would hope not. I mean, you think about how actually small in scope, well, not scope, but in regards to the, the run time yeah. if you will of final fantasy 7 how small of a slice the first part was you really think rebirth is going to cover the rest of it i don't know if they turn it into a trilogy i might just jump off a bridge i i don't know you might want to recant that statement because 
I have a feeling in my loins that it's going to be. Oh, Josh, why are you doing this right now? I'm just listen. I'm just saying. And it seems like Final Fantasy IX is the next one. Like, I mean, they obviously have multiple teams going. Yeah. Um, I mean, more more than uh, the Final Fantasy people or Square Enix probably has like six teams going for Final Fantasy at once. Yeah, because they have like the shitty little uh, Chocobo Racing GP Final Fantasy game, and then they have yeah, Final which, Fantasy they, which they just removed all the microtransactions from. Actually, I saw that. Then they have sixteen. They have seven. Um, Apparently and nine, nine, and maybe one more. I don't know. The thing is, though, if they, if they, yes, some other two D ones might take more work as far as translating it, um, just into a three D space versus what it was before. But if you take Final Fantasy VII remake as a baseline and then go back and then you know mold that around six and other stories, why not? Why not? They I wonder would if do you think the Kingdom Hearts team. Is actually oh, the Final God. Fantasy team as well. I don't think you want to hear what my thoughts about the Kingdom Hearts team are. Okay. I, I think we should move on. Okay. Let's move on to our main topic of the day. We're going to be talking about Marathon, the new game from Bungie, the new IP yes. or the revived IP. Revived IP, yes. Marathon. So, Here's the deal. Marathon gameplay details have reportedly leaked. Bungie is aiming for the ultimate live service game. Big words. Huge words. This is coming from PlayStation Lifestyle. So Bungie's Marathon trailer from the PlayStation Showcase didn't show much. And the studio's short documentary that came out shortly after also didn't offer up many details. A new report has shed some light on the extraction shooter, uh, giving details on the game that Bungie is reportedly trying to make into the ultimate live service this report from insider gaming uh who's tom henderson that's our boy the outlet that first reported on this title before the official announcement even happened uh explains that marathon will have an oxygen system that players will have to manage it acts as a timer that puts pressure on players and while bungie have not confirmed it uh will have an oxygen meter it did say that the setting tau seti is a very vibrant and dangerous world that pushes back on players the report also says that consumable oxygen canisters can be purchased or found throughout the map, and perks can uh, and perks are available that can make the timer a little less strict. Uh, some of these perks can allegedly give players faster revives, quicker movement in water, or night vision. These perks are also said to gradually unlock as players progress. What are your thoughts so far on what I just said? It's it's hard to say to be honest. I mean, what uh, the reason I am stuttering is because it sounds very complicated to me. But so in in description, it sounds complicated. I'm not saying in practice it will be, but that sounds like a lot for like a live. I I I, I guess I have to wrap my head around the the central fact that it's it's a, supposed to be an extraction based shooter, right? So thinking about yeah. how those mechanics play into something like Tarkov, although probably not that in depth or like a, like a rainbow six or siege or something like that. Right. Um, right. So, so basically instead of a timer, the way that it's being reported is instead of a timer for how long you're going to be in the game, it's your oxygen level and you can right. only go as long as you have oxygen. So when they say there's going to be perks to extend your oxygen, or you'll be able to find the uh, oxygen canisters around the map or buy them. That is what it is referring to with the oxygen. See, um, it's the that, timer. Right. And that, that makes sense. That, 
I, I know you haven't played it, and I don't know how familiar you are with it, but that sounds more like Tarkov, like Escape from Tarkov. To yeah, me. yeah, that's what it is. Where you, I mean, it's not Oxygen and Tarkov, but basically you can, you can, you have a set time to accomplish a central task, but you can basically extend yourself as far as you want in Tarkov, well knowing that the, the more you extend yourself, the more resources you waste, the more susceptible you are to being executed by other players, you know, the lower score, like there's all these, these, these elements that play into it that, so that sounds like that. And it sounds interesting. I, I'm curious, did it say anything about this being team based or is this solo co-op yeah. based? Yeah. Let me continue. It's three V three. Players can also reportedly get injured, which will affect gameplay. For example, a shot to the waist may damage the player's oxygen supply and cause it to dwindle more rapidly. Uh, the second second example noted is that a concussion might cause the player's screen to blur. So if they get hit in the head, um, Bungie is apparently working on three maps, but it's not clear if they will all launch simultaneously with the game or not. These maps are even said to be filled with secrets, which reminds me of like Destiny, uh, where you'd go around the uh, exploration zones. I forget what they were called. But you would basically find little loot chests and, and cool little secret areas, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Bungie has previously said that zones will evolve, so it's likely that more secrets will pile in as the seasons pass. Yeah. Uh, and here's the thing. The general gameplay loop also reportedly doesn't stray far from others in the extraction shooter genre. Players will choose missions, make their loadout, drop into the map, find loot and complete missions, and then extract, and then spend the currency they make in the mission. Uh, permadeath also plays a role and means that players will lose weapons and currency but perks and implants are said to stay around even after death Uh, the report also looked at the systems outside of gameplay and said that bungie wanted to make marathon the ultimate live service game and this stems from having single digit load times that get players into the games quickly after readying up so they're trying to make it snappy Going into the matrix single here. digit load times for a multiplayer game, yeah, with a large map. If you can accomplish that, that's something. I mean, you want to talk about you know the the turnaround time to get people into to games, yeah. Wow. So, my thing is this, dude Bungie has always been like, at least with Destiny, since Destiny is released, they are the live service people, they sure. are the live service. That's team. why PlayStation purchased them. <laughs> right. And the thing that I always think about with Destiny and with Bungie is worlds first. They always have the raids that they do. And they always put such big emphasis on the people that are able to complete the event, the raid first. Right. I feel like that is going to play a huge role in this where you're going to be able to be the first one to find something. The game is literally, like they said, it's going to evolve based on who's playing. It is going to be live. The map will be live. They will be making changes to the game live and you'll find secrets that no one else will. And you will have an experience that no one else will. Uh, You will, you know, be the first person to do X, right? There might only be one version of X perk and you have it. Right. Right. Um, That's where I think when I'm hearing all this, I'm like, Oh, they're going to take this to the next level. Uh, What do you think? And my question to you is, is this going to be a 60, $70 game or is this a free to play game? Yeah. Um, I'll answer that first. This is probably going to be free to play. I would imagine that they're going to follow a format like they did with Destiny, where that's just it moving forward. They only do free to play models, um, high level free to play models, but free to play models. 
because right. um, Destiny 2 is free to play now, right? That was a big shift for them. Um, and I'll tell you, listen, as, as all the qualms I have with Destiny, and we haven't played in a while, I, I do think Bungie is just one of the best to ever do it. Not just first-person shooters, but I'm just saying to make video games. Like, they just, they have something that other people don't, right? And I think about my limited, but my time with, like, Tarkov and all of the complex systems there and how it played. And one of the biggest issues I have with that game is that the gunplay feels like Doggy Duke. And that's not really what it's focused on. That is a more of a system-based game. So I get that. But I think about taking that, maybe making it a little bit less complex and then applying Bungie's first person shooter feel to it. And that makes me excited. And the 3v3 sounds great. And being able to play something that is like a complex system based game like this, but not super cumbersome and then play that with friends. That sounds fun to me. And I'm also I, I would try anything that Bungie does, to be honest with you. So. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree with everything you said. I think that if they can get that load time to be single digit, that is going to be truly impressive. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, an op, you know, that's like a feat to see right. with your own eyes. Think about, um, like, us playing uh, PUBG, for example. Different type yeah. of game. But one, what's one of the biggest issues that we had with PUBG, right, is, yeah. first of all, it takes too long to get in the game. It takes too long to land and get into the actual flow of the game and then if you die after all of that whether it's five minutes in or 20 minutes in or 30 minutes in it's like i gotta go fucking sit through all of that again imagine a world where there's something like that where you die and you're back in in five seconds to the next game yep you don't have to fly in on a fucking helicopter and fly your helicopter parachute down yeah yeah that sounds good to me so yeah if they can i mean those are big words but if if they can deliver on that i'm here for it yeah and i think something you didn't mention with PUBG as well is like we constantly felt as if we were fighting the uh, game well. itself with the <laughs> controls and i feel that's, like that's it, a separate yeah to your previous point like that's not going to happen here right so no 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 no. i would i would expect it not to be the case yeah so i'm looking forward to marathon um you know excited to learn more about the lore of the world as well because that's something that Bungie does a really good job with is developing worlds and universes for their games. Mm-hmm. And I want to know more. I want to know more about this. I want to know about the colorful worlds that and characters that they have shown off in the trailers. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, I'm hyped for it. So. Yeah. I have one more comment and then we, we can be done. I just yeah. a note, uh, uh, observation from today. Um, I know Bungie isn't quote unquote, traditional first party with PlayStation, PlayStation owns them, but they still operate independently. There's still going to be multi-platform, all that stuff. But I saw a comment today, and I think it was actually from kind of funny, um, was that they they declare that PlayStation's live service initiative has failed. Uh, That was blessing the blessing show. Yeah, Yeah. which I I, I quite like blessing, by the way. But I, I and who knows, maybe that's just the title of it. I don't really know what he said. I just saw that and I saw some comments about it. I don't think PlayStation has hardly even began their live service initiative yet. And I think companies like Bungie at the center of that, you better watch out because if it can be delivered on a high level, high fidelity uh, to that PlayStation first party standard, then, um, you know, watch out because I think you should be 
maybe it's not what you want from PlayStation, but I think it's what you should start to expect. And I think if you like PlayStation, you should be excited for it. So, Yeah, I agree with you. And I think that's well said, well put. Um, PlayStation is definitely moving in, into new territory. Look at the Q, Project Q, Q-Lite. Yep. Um, look at the new streaming stuff that is included with PlayStation Plus. They are They are moving and evolving into a direction that I didn't think... I didn't see personally in their future. Um, I definitely didn't see them, you know, being such a huge, uh, huge place for single player games and single player experiences. I definitely didn't see them as the new kings of live service and multiplayer games, but they got the one of the best with with Bungie. So I would argue maybe the best yeah. outside of Respawn. I think the best. Yeah. So. Yeah. So maybe uh, maybe Marathon will be the ultimate live service for PlayStation. We shall see. All right. All righty. That's it. A little bit of a shorter show today. Yes, sir. But that's okay. Well, our last couple shows have been much longer. Yeah, they have. That is very true. So, uh, listen, I think the next couple weeks are going to be a little bit different, uh, depending on, you know, what, what's going on. Uh, because, you know, as we mentioned at the top of the show, I'm going to be going to do a project. So I will personally be, quote unquote, away. For a little bit uh but i'm sure we'll have other stuff at some point so keep an eye out for that yes yes okay uh that's all i got for you i don't have anything else to, to say except subscribe and buy merch that's right and also i support lgbtq fuck the haters and uh, okay. i'm not an incel and i'm not a pedophile all right there you have it All right, yeah, listen, make sure you like, you comment, you subscribe. Uh, share it with your friends. Subscribe to us on podcast services around the world. Anything else to say, Brett? Goodbye, everybody.